Welcome once again to Lato's Law. Here's Steve Lato. Robert sent me an interesting story out of the state of Washington. And you might know that a lot of police officers can, to earn extra income, act as security guards in some places. So they're not a police officer when they're a security guard. But some people think, well, the fact that the guy is a police officer when he's not working as a security guard gives him some kind of extra special knowledge in how to handle things. So a lot of stores will hire uh, police officers to act as security guards. Got that? Okay. (laughs) Headline, Moonlighting County Deputy Resigns After Being Charged With Organized Retail Theft. And this is an example of a police officer who thought he knew the law better than he did. And it'll play out. Uh, From King5.com, Eric Wilkinson writes the story. The deputy worked as a security guard at Home Depot. uh, And he's accused of stealing more than $1,000 of merchandise. But listen to how he did it and see how his criminal genius plans ran astray. Uh, A now former county deputy is charged with organized retail theft. Organized retail theft. After allegedly stealing from a South Everett Home Depot over the course of several weeks last summer. So the organized retail theft, they say, happened over a period of time. What happened? Well, the man's 46 years old. He was moonlighting as a security guard at the store. He's accused of collecting items from around the store, placing them at the front of the store when he told co-workers that he'd pay for them before he left. So I'm putting them up there just to remind me when I leave, I'll pay for them and I'm, I'm good to go. Prosecutors say surveillance video shows him walking out of the store on eight occasions without paying for the goods he was walking out with. So eight different occasions. Now you'd think if the guy works at the store, he'd know that they have security cameras. Now, (laughs) I'm not saying the guy's a mastermind, but you'd think he would know that. I mean, most big stores have got some kind of video surveillance. And since he's wearing a uniform, presumably, that they've hired him to wear the odds of them recognizing him in the video seem pretty high. Again, a fellow deputy was called to look at the video, and they said, hey, that's that guy. They, it says here he was immediately recognized. Immediately. <laughs> the total value of the merchandise is around $1,000, which makes it a Class B felony, according to state law. So eight different occasions adds up to about $1,000, a class B felony. Now, here's where it gets interesting. Currently, anything over $750 is considered theft too. Nowadays, with the price of things, it does not take a lot to get to that threshold. And that's what the uh, police who are investigating this have to say. However, what makes this organized? And where did this officer go wrong besides the fact that he was allegedly stealing from his employer? Well, when people think of organized retail theft, they often picture groups of people stealing large amounts of merchandise and selling it online or in the black market. And that, of course, would be the entire, you know, criminal proceeds uh, uh, process. So we got a group of people over here working conspiracy and organized and they steal it, some kind of team effort. And then they take the stuff and they, and so there's this whole criminal organization. But the fact that it is organized simply can mean that something is done several times in a pattern. One person can be responsible for organized theft if they do something more than once. So it's bigger than just addicts. It's bigger than the homeless population, said this police officer. It's their job. It's how they make a living, referring to how some people do this to make their living. Meanwhile, they say that along with this former deputy, 
that uh, they've arrested a bunch of other thieves since October, and this is something they're cracking down on. But in this particular case, they said that the officer expressed confusion over why he was being hit with a felony organized retail theft charge because he had never taken more than $750 at a time. So this is one where the guy has a little bit too much knowledge, but not enough to get to where it's going to help him. So he knew that $750 was a magic number. So as long as I don't steal $750 at one time, I'm okay. Wait, who said at one time? (laughs) Where did that come from? So the fact that they say that he did this repeatedly, and they can prove it, and it adds up to more than $750, bam, you cross that threshold. And the fact that you did this as a pattern can mean it's organized. There you go. So the detective said that that is not how it works with respect to as long as you keep it below a certain threshold each time. Uh, He said, you might hit a certain retailer every Wednesday. If we can show that pattern and come up with a total of so many days, we can use that value to charge you with the theft. And he's talking about the cumulative value. 750 or more cumulatively. Uh, he emphasizes you do not have to be part of an organized ring to be considered organized crime. That's the message we want to get out. We do take this seriously, and I do think we'll see a trend of thefts going down as more people hear about this. So that, again, like I said, is somebody who had just a little bit too much knowledge, and they thought they could run with it. But the guy was a county deputy, moonlighting as a security guard, And they think they've got him on camera, I think it said eight times, walking out of the store with stuff without paying for it at presumably the end of his shift. So they go, well, there's eight different occasions that he's stealing stuff from the same store that appears to be some form of organization in terms of how he's doing it. Therefore, uh, we can add up the amounts of what he stole. And if it crosses 750, bingo, you got theft two. And theft two apparently is, is worse than if they hadn't gotten it for the 750. And so he thought he knew the law, and apparently he was wrong. And I know that'll come as a surprise to many people, (laughs) that a county deputy does not know the law that well. Okay? And here's the thing. Um, I think that most police officers have a decent understanding of the law. Uh, And the gray areas are often things that they do get ironed out later, and they get ironed out in court. Uh, But... Here's one where the guy thought, well, I know the threshold 750. If I keep it below 750. And this isn't speculation, by the way, because they say that he expressed confusion. That's an actual quote, expressed confusion over being hit with a felony organized retail theft charge because he had never taken more than 750 bucks at a time. And so keep in mind that a lot of these definitions might not be the first thing you think of. You have to think about it a little bit and see if it makes sense. I'll give you another example. As I've talked before about conspiracies, conspiracies. And a lot of people think that a conspiracy is where like a whole organization of dozens and dozens of people get behind closed doors and and plan something out. And by law, conspiracy is two or more people. So you meet with your friend and decide to do something illegal. Uh, If you follow through on that, that could be a conspiracy. Two people. Two. (laughs) No. Not sure if I need to get into how numbers work, but two's not a lot more than one. Okay, so one person does it, not a conspiracy. Two people, it's a conspiracy. And I remember talking to somebody once, and I said that I believed something was a conspiracy, and they go, how is it possible to take too many people? I'm like, two people? 
It's not that complicated. And so it would make sense that if you steal 750 bucks or more, that threshold's considered important, you get punished more than you stole $749 or less. You might go, Steve, that's a random number. It is, it is, but they got to pick a number, go above this, bad, below this, not as bad. Now, would it make sense that I can steal 10 things for $749 a piece as part of an ongoing activity, but you can't get me for going over $750 because each one of these things by itself doesn't add up to $750. And you go, well, that does seem to be something bad about that. Yeah, that's the whole point. They go, well, you can look at this and go, did you steal stuff on one occasion of $750 or more? Or did you, as part of a pattern, steal a bunch of stuff that adds up to $750? And you realize that those both are basically the same net result with respect to how much harm it causes society, how much harm it causes the retailer, and how much the criminals benefited, if in fact they did it. So it makes complete sense. But again, (laughs) the deputy apparently didn't know that. So he might be in trouble on this. And as noted, they've got him on video. They say they've got video where he's recognizable, and that's him walking out the door. He's resigned as a deputy, and he expressed confusion over being hit by those charges. So I think this will be a learning experience for a lot of people. Eric Wilkinson wrote that for King5.com. Robert sent to me, thanks a lot. Moonlighting County deputy resigns after being charged with organized retail theft, and he organized that all by himself. Questions or comments, put them below. Let's talk to you later. Bye-bye. Thank you for watching Lato's Law. If truth is beauty, how come no one has their hair done in the library?